shoot. Pull back, step back, three. Bottom! The handoff. Jones for the tie. Oh, he's fouled! And one! He's still loose. Doherty the heave. Oh, oh my God! Southern Utah. Oh, Southern Utah is going to do something he's never done. What's up, everybody? Another episode of the Straight Out of Whack podcast on this. I guess we're going to call it Throwback Thursday in a sense. Uh, we're not really throwing it back because we're bringing in. Uh, I don't want to say they're a newcomer to the Whack. Uh, they're in the final year of the transition stage. Utah Tech Trailblazer head coach John Judkins joins me today on the episode. Uh, Juddy, how have you been? How's the summer, spring? I guess summer and fall been. I'm still in that spring mentality. Uh, I'll tell you this. This has been the busiest uh, spring and summer I've had uh, uh, since I got into coaching. It's uh, you know one with you know trying to replace uh, ten guys. We had to get ten new guys. Um, we lost four of them to graduation, which is a great thing to have. Um, but then we also uh, decided some kids needed some more playing time and wanted to go to JUCOs. And, you know, and help them that way. So it, it's it's been busy recruiting and bringing kids in on official visits and and all that. But we got some really good players. I'm really excited about it. Obviously, the the WAC doesn't know who they are because they picked us at the bottom, which is fine. <laughs> we're okay with that because we're going to surprise some people. I'm telling you that right now. So uh, I'm I'm excited. And then again, it's summer for me. I had a kid get on my mouth a mission. I had a daughter get married. And I had a daughter have a baby. So. You can imagine what my spring and summer was like, but I, I'm really excited to get started. I love how it's going right now and just can't wait to throw the ball up and see where we're at. Where did he go on his mission? He was called to Peru, Spanish speaking, obviously, and then he uh, had some problems with his visa and uh, he went to Salem, Oregon and stayed there. His whole mission did Spanish speaking. So it was, it was great. We liked it uh, being closer to home <laughs> and not worried about that. And he, he loved it. He had a great attitude towards it. It was it was a great a great experience. That's awesome. And and a, a grandson or granddaughter? A grandson. It's our third third grandbaby. It's a second grandson. And then uh, my son who got off his mission. His twin sister got married in July. So he got home in June, and she got married in July. So it was kind of crazy, but it's it's been good. That's awesome. That's awesome. Family gets bigger and stronger. That's that's awesome. I'm happy yeah. for you. You talked about the the recruiting and having to fill those, you know, a lot of spots in your roster. Four starters, too, gone. I mean, it, that's a lot, especially considering that they have been a part of your program for multiple years in the transition. I want to talk specifically about one. And, and, and Jacob Nichols, I feel like that guy – there's like a love-hate relationship with, I'm sure, a lot of people that played against him because you love the the effort and the mentality and the fact that maybe he wasn't the best player on the floor, but he was going to outwork people. And that's like the epitome of you as a coach. Like, talk about what he meant to you as a player because he was in your program for what three, four years? Five, so, five years. Five okay, years. Five, we'll take the coach here. Yeah, so five years. But I mean that that's got to develop a bond with a guy like that. Yeah, it, it's a great story. We use it a lot with our recruiting uh, to where he came. Uh, he came here in redshirt his first year, you know, and then we were D two, and then we went D one. We 
thought about letting him go. It was that close. We thought, you know what, is he, he's a perfect D2 guy, but is he good enough or is he tall enough, or big enough to be in division one? And, and we kept him and boy, we're sure glad we did. Cause I'll tell you what, he had an incredible year his last year and people don't know what he went through his last year. Um, he was married or is married. Sorry, not was he is married. Um, and his wife got an opportunity to go to a school back East uh, for PT school. So, she left in, in uh, December. She got in really quick. And, and so he was here the whole season without her. Um, and wow. he was only married for about a year and this happened. So, you know, that's, that's tough on any relationship um, with work, but also with basketball and school and, and everything else. Uh, I mean, just, and it was his best year he had for me here at uh, Utah Tech. So we, we're definitely going to miss him, but you're right. People look at him and, they go, he can't play. He's not tall. He's not big. He can't. But, man, he can. He plays. He gives you everything he has. Um, his three-point shooting last year was outstanding. He spent a lot of time in the gym. Uh, maybe, maybe because he didn't want to go home to an empty apartment. I don't know. But he, he spent a lot of time in the gym, and it, it paid off for him. I mean, he's one of our best three-point shooters. And, and we're definitely, definitely going to miss Jacob. Uh, great guy. Great family. Uh, just a great career for he had here at Utah Tech. Yeah, I, I, I watching you guys over the past three years and watching him play, it was like I said, there's a love hate relationship there that it's like you can appreciate what he does and the work that he puts in, and it's like he's one of those guys that'll get under people's skin too. Like I, I just, I, I don't know. Uh, you saw him for five years, so you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, you know him pretty good. If you saw that, that's pretty good. Oh man, good times, good times. So, with that being said, what about the rest of that group? You know, the 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 Isaiah Popes, the Cam Goodens, the Frank Stains. You know, that just kind of they were part of that team last year that won your first ever postseason Division One game in the WAC tournament. You know, just what they meant to you as a whole, as a group, to get to maybe you're not quite where you want to be, but you're getting there, and they're big part of that. Oh, a huge part of that. Um, we'll start off with Cam. Cam had an incredible year for us. Uh, again, a guy that, that came in that we really liked, um, but was pretty raw, you know, of getting to fit into our system. Uh, we loved his toughness. We loved his, uh, how strong he was and how he could get up. I mean, he had some incredible dunks on people uh, in traffic, uh, you know, but we were concerned about his shooting, concerned about his, you know, consistency. And, and man, he, he really did that. I love to coach him. He's very coachable, very uh, – we'd come in and watch film, and he wanted to get better every day, and and, and you could see it. Then you can see what he did. Um, I mean, his last three or four games that she did in the year were amazing. I mean, just yeah. – he wanted to win so bad, and he wanted to to, to do things and, and, you know, start history for Utah Tech going to the WAC tournament, and you saw what he did there. It's – that was unbelievable, and it paid off. I mean, he got a good contract to go overseas and play, and and that's what he's doing. And, and uh, we still stay in contact. He's got family and, and friends still here. He, he talked on contacts. So we really are going to miss him. But again, we got another guy that came in and, uh, from Texas as well. We like those Texas point guards, and uh, he's he's reminds us a lot of Cam. He's still, again, he's still really really young, and and just trying to get him where Cam was with, with, is going to be hard to do but we're we're gonna do it um so we miss cam a lot isaiah again great uh 
great kid. I love the guy to death too. All those, all those guys. It's so hard to see him leave. Um, yeah. You know, I was hoping to get these guys back. I was hoping to get Cam or Cam. Cam was done. Him and Jacob, their eligibility was done. Um, Isaiah, Frank, and, and Denzel both had a year back if they wanted to come back because of COVID. Uh, but all three of them graduated. They all graduated, and you know that was that's our number one job is to get them graduated. And so they did that. They came in, talked, and thought, you know what, I might go out and see if I can get some NLI money from some other schools. We just don't have that yet. But you know, going into our our fourth year, we're working on that, and that's where we're going to get. But right now, we don't. And and uh, both of those guys, Frank and Isaiah, got a chance to go somewhere who does have some NLI money. And they've graduated. They've done all they can do here. And, and Denzel decided to go back home and play professionally well as well. And he got a contract, and he's doing well. So I, I hate to see those guys go, but I'm I'm very happy for them. Um, they had, they did, they got us started, got us on the map at Utah Tech, and you know we wish them the best, except for Frank because he's at even uh, <laughs> at Austin. So we hope that he plays terrible, and they do terrible. No. I hope he plays good except against us. But, no, we, sure. those are great guys. And, you know, when you, you have them for four, four, three, four years, it's, I mean, you get attached just like you're, you're, uh, they're your own kids. And so uh, it's going to be fun to see them, and we wish them the, the best as well. But, uh, you know, I got to take care of what we got to take care of, and they got to take care of what they got to do. And I, I t- there was no hard feelings. Oh, I don't want you here. I'm leaving here because I hate it. It wasn't that at all. It was just an opportunity for them, and, and I totally respect that. I understand that. Absolutely. Absolutely. I want to just tell the fans that are listening. So Cam Gooden in the two WAC tournament games in the, in the upset win over SFA had 22 points, um, five assists. And I believe it was, yeah, five assists in that game. And then against Southern Utah and that barn burner that you guys had in the quarterfinals, he had 35. So yeah, you're right. He earned his, his keep in that whack tournament for sure. I mean, yeah. I the, like you said, the dunks that he had on people, <laughs> I think there was a Utah Valley game. Was it two years ago where he's yeah. in traffic and he just blows by everybody. And in, in the middle of three guys, he throws it down one handed. Uh, he also had that big shot against AMAC that um, the end one that's, I believe it hide it. Yeah. Hide the it. game. So Oh yeah, those, yeah. <laughs> those are some good times. Yeah, he, he had a good one against uh, Stephen F. Austin too in the WAC tournament, right on a big guy too. So yeah, he, again, he's five eleven, five ten, five eleven, and for him to do that, it's 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 amazing. So you talked about another Texas guard you brought in, a freshman uh, that I think a lot of people are excited to see what he's going to do. Um, I think he's on some people's freshman of the year radar. Uh, in Eric Demings, uh, talk about what you like in his game. Maybe some things that you see that he's going to have to develop as he gets into the college game. Just what you like about this guy and how you guys ended up with him because I'm sure that he had offers from other places for sure. Yeah, he did. Yeah, we were really lucky to get him. Um, we were back there playing um, one of our games and. Uh, on Thursday and then on Friday, we we were close enough to him and his family. We went over to him, made a home visit, and uh, it was great. Um, UT Arlington was was one of them that were on him, but they were having a coaching change and all that. Uh, and so I think I think that was a benefit to us because he didn't know who they who they had there. Um, 
But what one thing I really like about him is he's a winner. Um, if you look at his high school career, I mean, he played for a great coach, a great high school program uh, that had big time players go on to, to really high, high, high division or powerhouse, power fives, whatever you want to call them. Um, and so I just I loved how he was a winner. He knew how to win. He knew what it took to win. Um, and so that was number one. He reminded us a lot of Cam, um, kind of the same size, same built, um, you know, from Texas. He he handles the ball very well. He's he's probably a better defender um, than Cam. He loves to to get up in the guys and pick him up full court. Um, just just you know he just loves to do that. He's really good at that. Um, I I think his his court awareness is very good. Uh, the college game's a little bit faster than than he's uh, been used to in high school, but uh, he's adjusting very very well. Uh, very coachable. Um, you know, we bring him in and watch film, show him things. Next day he goes out and tries it. Uh, I love it. Um, he, he loves to shoot the three ball like Cam did. He loves to get to the hole. He doesn't jump like Cam. He doesn't have that explosive uh, finish at the rim. Uh, but he has other things that I that I think are very, very uh, good for us and his game. So, I'm ex- I mean, if we can get him uh, to improve like Cam did every single year, I mean, wow, he's got, he's got a chance to – to make it uh, to the next level, I believe he's 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 going to be that solid. So we're really happy to have him. Very nice, very nice. And just for reference, uh, Eric Demings played at Duncanville High School in Desoto, Texas. They won three Texas Six A state titles and two national titles. Uh, and last year, 2023 uh, they won the USA Today National Crown with a 29 and one record. Yeah. Uh, they were ranked. I mean, just that that's incredible. Like, yeah. like you said, a winner, like you like to have those guys because they know what it takes to win ball games, right? Yep. That's it, uh, man. That's what he does. And the one <laughs> year they did win state is because the state put them on probation because they had a, a player that, that uh, shouldn't have been playing or something like crazy like that. So they were that good. They could have won it all four years of his. It's, it's that crazy. Crazy, crazy stuff. And, and the thing is, you have another freshman guard, Angelo Kambala, that, like, if you keep the – I think I've talked to you about this, or maybe it was Brock Staley, you know, one of your assistants that I was talking to. If you can keep these young guys – because your roster's not necessarily old like you've had. If you keep these guys in St. George for a couple of years, you, you, you're going to have something special, John. Like, yeah. is that yeah. the mindset here? <laughs> That is, but the stupid transfer rule is kind of crazy because of that, you know. And so it's really hard to to build from from freshman and up. But we're we're going to continue to do it, you know. We're going to continue to try to build. And you're right. I mean, Angelo's a another great player from from close to us down there in Las Vegas. Uh, can really score the ball, um, really shoot it, and uh, he's got to get stronger. That's the big weakness on him. And he's putting on weight. He's getting stronger. He's doing all that, but. But you're right. They're, that's exactly what we're trying to do. We're trying to get some JUCO kids to come in and and play right away. Um, but yeah, we're young, but uh, we feel we can get these guys better and hopefully keep them for three or four years. And and by their senior year, we're, we're thinking we're going to be really, really good. So that's the idea. And now you know we got to keep recruiting outside and inside. Uh, but you know we got to keep our guys here that we get here and and uh, a bunch of great great guys that we really love. I wanted to ask you, and I, I think I tweeted this out earlier in the summer when you were putting together the roster um, with these younger guys. Uh, 
I think it, recruiting high school freshmen is, has kind of gotten lost over the last couple of years with the transfer portal and the COVID year and stuff like that. Is that something that you and your staff thought about as you started recruiting, you know, knowing what holes you had to fill? Because, hey, there's some really good high school seniors and guys that are going to be coming up. Why not go get them and develop them now and have them be part of our culture when teams aren't looking at them because teams want to just go to the portal? Like, is yeah. that it, it, how's how's the balance there? The, the final hard. Yeah. You hit it right on the head. It's really, really hard. Um, you got to make a decision what you want to do. You got to find the right fit, too. You know, I mean, there's some guys that maybe are looking for the money deal or making the money. Um, and so if you look, if you see those kind of guys, there's a good chance they're going to bounce. They're going to go somewhere that right. they're going to try to make the money. So these guys, we felt that, hey, these, we can, they'll buy into us and hopefully we can um, make them happy and keep them here. Like I said, we're working on some, some NLI deals some NLI, and some also some uh, uh, other things we're trying to work on that, to, to help them stay here. Um, but most of them, they want to be here. They want to play. They want to, they want to, get Utah tech where they need to be. So that, that's, that was what we're trying to do, but you're right. It's, you know, where we talk about a lot with recruiting is, you know, you get freshmen in here and they play really good and, and tear it up. And there's a good chance you might lose them to a bigger school. Um, and then you bring freshmen here who don't play and uh, they're good. They might be unhappy and they want to leave. And so it's, right. it's, it's a tough deal. It really is. But we, you know, we, we bring our freshmen in we tell them that, and we tell them we're trying to build something here and we want them to be a part of it. And, and uh, but it's it's sometimes it's it's a shot in the dark. You, you hope that <laughs> it all it all works out. And this is what this team we're trying to do with these guys is keep them together. Uh, because, again, like I said, we're, we're more talented. Than we've ever been. Uh, the only thing we have that's against us is just we're young and have, don't have a lot of uh, whack experience or D1 experience. But, you know, we got some Juco kids that are that I think can really come in right away and help us. Um, get to go so it's tough you're exactly right i don't i don't know if there's a right or wrong answer you know do you recruit freshmen do you not recruit freshmen right we're still gonna do it that way because we think we have something here special we think st george and utah tech is a, is a special place um and hopefully they they want to be a part of it and stay here and, and do it so we're we're gonna go with that it's awesome you talked about those those juco guys um is there anybody that's kind of stood out to you so far that's been on campus out of those new recruits? Uh, Jalen's been one. Um, you know, he, he's he's long. He's athletic. Um, you know, he, he can do a lot of things. He can play a lot of different spots. I like him a lot. Um, David and Larry both came from Garden City. Both are, you know, they play, they play together. It was just kind of nice to have them here together. Um, Larry's really getting – I mean, he's taken off getting better and better every single day. Uh, Sammy is another one that uh, just kind of been injured a lot this year, um, but he's he's bouncing back on that. So we we like him. He's put on about 15 pounds, which has been great. He's getting stronger. It's something he really needed to do. Um, and those are kind of the JUCO guys we had. Then we also got Beyond from uh, University of Hawaii. Um, he's he's solid. I really like. I mean, he he's the one, like you said, that, uh, talking about the maturity and the division one stuff, he gets it. He understands it. Um, he's really leading our guys and being that leader, uh, which I, which I love to see him. He's, he's going to be special for us too, because he can play so many different positions for us. Um, I love that. And then 
obviously having Tanner back and having Noah back, yep. uh, those are two two guys that we expect a lot. And, and Tanner's lost some weight. He's at 265 right now, which I think is perfect for him. Uh, maybe even 260, you know, but he's still moving guys around. But defensively, he's moving his feet really well. I, I think he, I think the whack missed out on him of getting him a first team. I think he's won there. He was kind of hurt on that. We've kind of challenged him with that. Like, let's go show them they made a mistake. He's playing really, really well for us right now. So uh, those two guys, I think, will step in and help us that way. And then we have a walk-on kid that uh, that came last year that that's just improved over the spring and summer. And, and Caleb. Uh, you're going to see some things that he reminds me a lot of Jacob, um, except he's about four inches taller. So he's okay. about six, nine, six, 10. He's long, he jumps well, but he's, he's that kid that just plays so hard. Um, and I, I hope that he can come in and give us that spark like Jacob did as well. Nice. I, I, one, one question about the roster too. Do you, you, it feels like you have a little bit more size than you've had yeah. the last couple of years. Like, are you excited about maybe that depth? Because I think I saw like four or five guys, six eight or taller. You have Sammy and, and Tanner that are six ten or high, you know, tall. Like you gotta like the size that you have. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when we got into the whack, that's the things we noticed was um, how physical it was and and how how you know the big guys are big. They're not six five, six four, six six. They're they're big guys. I mean, Utah Valley, I mean, that guy was a monster. Um, and so we we, we want to do a little bit more of that, um, but also, you know, finding some guys that are big, but also, also can stretch out the floor. Sure. And, and these guys can do that. They can shoot the three ball, and that's kind of how this game's going right now is, is a lot of these big guys want to want to shoot the three. Tanner, we had a little scrimmage yesterday. He hit like four threes in a row. I mean, he, <laughs> he's starting to shoot it. So it's, it's fun. It's been good. But, yeah, size is a big thing, and, and we got to be tough. Uh, when you go on the road, especially in Texas, it's it's uh, uh, it's it's a rough physical, real physical game, and and that's something we we wanted to build upon. Sure. All right, we're gonna finish up with a, a question. You know, questions about the schedule a little bit. You guys do not play a home game. Yeah, how about that? Until December second against Utah Valley. Against Utah Valley, <laughs> like. <laughs> I, I gotta. I know that that's part of the scheduling these days. Like it's hard to get home games and everything. Just that notion that you're gonna be gone for the entire month of November, uh, and then you have to open against an in-state rival. Like that. That's that's crazy to me. Yeah. The only thing it could have been worse is having that over a holiday or something. That, you know that no yeah. none of our students are here. But uh, no, it, it scheduling is tough. It's you know we we don't have the money to buy teams to bring them in like some of the guys in the WAC do. Um, so we have to go play some buy games. We are doing a, an MTE this year that we didn't do last year, which is nice to go back and and play in Youngstown Youngstown State University, and we're doing that. Um, you know we got some return games that we have. Idaho is coming in, but they're coming in later. Northridge, we got to go there. Um, you know so. We're trying to we're trying to get home games, and a lot of times the only we can get them is you know we we do a home and home, and, right. and this year it turned out to be that we got to go there more than they come here. So the following year we better. But also the thing I do like about it though with a young team um, going on the road and, and being together and traveling together, you really you really become a pretty tough tight group of guys, and it really helps. And so. That, that's what we're going to use that for, and, and uh, hopefully that will strengthen our guys and, 
and get us back. But our fans have already told us that. Like, I can't believe you don't play till December 2nd at home. We do have an exhibition game on the 1st, which we'll try to get them excited for. But uh, not exactly how we drew it up, but scheduling's kind of tough. Hey, you know what, though? To have your home opener against an in-state rival, like, that, the fans need to be excited about yeah. that because it's like now we get to pack it. Maybe, you know, the Trailblazers come back with wins that either weren't expected, you know, with a winning record. And hey, we're going to, we're going to upset the, the Wolverines who, let's be honest, they struggle in St. George. Like at Burns Arena, there's something about that place that not just the Wolverines, but everybody struggles there. So uh, yeah, those rival games mean a lot. And they, you know, Utah Valley's SUU. I mean, we've beaten those guys here. Uh, you're right. That's, that's kind of our, our thing. So I hope our fans exactly what you're thinking. And we got a month to prepare, you know, the crowd and get ready our ticket sales and do some fun things to, to have that a fun opening night, but uh, we're excited. It's going to be fun. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm going to be making my trip to Burns arena for that game. So I'm oh, excited. Uh, I don't think I've been inside the Burns arena since, Oh, I want to say 2001. Oh, when wow. it was. Dixie State College, Marcus Banks, Jaime Lareda. Uh, oh, I can't remember the yeah, coach's yeah. name. Jeff Kidder uh, is a coach. Jeff Kidder. Yeah. And they beat College of Southern Idaho to go to the national tournament in Hutchison that year. So well, you're you're kind of wrong. It's okay though. You're rubbing it in my face, aren't you? I, I they I, beat us. They beat Snow College. They beat Snow College in the championship game to go to Hutch. Oh, was it? <laughs> Jaime had a dunk with like three seconds left in the game. Uh, the game. It was crazy. Maybe they crazy. beat CSI the night before. So I don't know. One of those times. Yeah, it, was, yeah. it was some good some good junior college games, though. You're right. Yeah, it's Absolutely. changed a lot. We got a big jumbotron in the in our arena now. A lot of digital scorekeeping stuff. Really cool. We're trying to get banner, the 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 banner wrapped around our gym and stuff. We're trying right. to get do that a little bit. So they're they're making a lot, a lot nicer. This Division One thing's been good for us. So you'll be surprised when you come in and see the, the, the changes we've made here in the Burns Arena. I'm excited, and it's going to be a great atmosphere too, which makes it even better. So I'm excited about that. John, one last question here. I ask every every coach this. Uh, one of your grandchildren says, "Grandpa, let's go to the gas station. Let's go get a snack. Let's go get something. <laughs> what's your go-to snack? Like, what's the like uh, your kryptonite when you when you when you stop?" <laughs> Whatever they want. It's like I'm not too picky. That's how we are on the road. Brock does all of our food, and I, I don't <laughs> care what we get. Just get us some food. But uh, no, you can't go wrong. I, I love paydays. Paydays always been one of my favorite uh, candy bars and so forth. I like to get one of those. And, uh, I'm kind of this to this Diet Mountain Dew right now. It's Diet Mountain Dew with a little bit of mango juice in it. I like something nice. a little bit different that way. So no, that's kind of what it would be. But. Uh, we're going to go see our grandkids this weekend. Uh, they live in Florida, so it's funny you said that. We'll go find out what they want to go do and, and have uh, have a weekend with them uh, Saturday and Sunday and, and then back to work again on Monday. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, John, I appreciate the time, always, always, and uh, we'll see you in a in a, about a month or so, a month and a half, you know, in, in St. George for that December 2nd Utah Valley, Utah Tech game and. Enjoy the rest, maybe the next two weeks, you know, as you get prepped and then enjoy your, your, your long road trip in November. And, uh, yeah. you know, we'll keep an eye on the, on the trailblazers, but as always appreciate the time. No problem. Thanks for having me, Kyle. Appreciate it. 
Absolutely. Everybody enjoy the rest of your Thursday. Thanks for listening to the Straight Out of Whack podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and other podcasting platforms. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Remember to follow us on Twitter at Whack Hoops Digest and Facebook under Whack Hoops Digest for all your Whack Hoops news and information. <laughs>